Yes, you can. You can still be on the show. No, I can't. Why? Because I can go to bed. Make sure you're on the live now one. That's the one that just popped up. So I said a red live. Okay. This son of a bitch never wants to move. I'm sorry you have a rough day, honey. Okay. My chat won't. Slide to the other side of the screen. Hold on, I'll get it for you. Give me one second. I can usually move it. It's like it's stuck on stupid right now. <laughs> Hold on. Now, it wouldn't do that for me. <laughs> Good morning, Pammy. Good morning, Pammy. Good morning, Patrick. How are you guys? Ah, Patrick, hello. Day not gas. My, you guys, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't give you gas. Yeah. <laughs> I would feel horrible. Uh, I hope everybody's having a good morning. We're just getting all set up here. Yeah, I'm having a very difficult time this morning. <laughs> I'm pretty much running on no sleep. <laughs> Going to go to work this morning to find out that we're not opening. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear, Patrick. Good to hear. Oh, I'm not allowed to be in this room. Why? Because it says it's English speaking only. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We understand Taiwanese too. <laughs> so you're good. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it was a. Uh, a confusing thing this morning, Pammy. Um, the, the owner of the restaurant that usually runs it, um, he had to go to Anchorage for two days, and that's why he asked me to come in and cover the restaurant for him. But his uh, lead server is the one that's supposed to open the doors in the morning. Well, apparently she was really sick last night. Her old man came in this morning. To try to help. To try to help. <laughs> we get in the building, get all the lights turned on. I got... All the ovens and everything turned on, and he looks at me and says, do you know how to run the register? I'm like, uh, no. He says, me either. <laughs> so we had to get a hold of the owner and be like, um, this isn't going to work. So <laughs> He's like, just shut it down for the day. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. It was definitely interesting waking up and I see the bedroom door closed with the light on and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Somebody broke in to use our computers. That's right. 
I'm sorry for yesterday with uh, YouTube screwing up. I don't know what happened, but oh, it, it, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't complain. I mean, he paid me well for one day's worth of work. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I think he just trusted me because I've been cooking as long as he has. So he knew that the cooking side of it was all under control. You have to excuse us. I, I had all this ready to go. And then we went outside to have our cigarette for before the show and came yeah. back in as the electric blinked off. Yeah, we that. had a power surge. <laughs> so it's like everything that I could. That's what usually I do. I get everything set on the computer get him all set up on the computer and then we go downstairs, have a cigarette and come back up and start the show. And then. Yeah. Like, yesterday it did. Uh, Patrick, apparently it wasn't sharing out on YouTube. Yeah. I couldn't go live on YouTube. It kept saying sending data instead of sending the show. <laughs> freaky geek. How you doing? Hey, freaky geek. No, I downloaded the live from D live. You uploaded. Or, no, I downloaded it from DLive and then uploaded it to YouTube. Well, so you still upload it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we did not go live on, at midnight. <laughs> I could so, have. I was still awake. <laughs> right. Oh, speaking of that, I'm going to Twitter it out. Yep, I'm kind of glad we didn't open up today, though. I miss sitting around talking with you guys in the mornings. He, that's what it was. See, he, <laughs> he just said, screw it. I'm not going to work because I missed my peeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People were talking today about Eli screwing up last night. I know. I saw that, Patrick. So I don't know what the hell was going on. Maybe my Wi-Fi problems is becoming everybody's Wi-Fi problems. <laughs> what time is it? It's 10 a.m. here. Yeah. 10 5. 10 All right. All right. Shall we get the show on the road? In about 30 seconds. Because then it'll be 10 5 and a perfect track of magnet time. Okay. You let me know. <laughs> yes, I actually did. Good morning, Ron. Ron, don't be lying now. <laughs> yeah, okay, Mr. Josh. I wasn't employed at all of us for dinner. <laughs> 10.05. 10.05. Good morning, guys. Magnet going in. All right. Magnet going in? Where are you putting it in? <laughs> <laughs> if you hear her scream, you know where it went. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Not nice. But uh, I, I did do the magnet after last night when I got done working. I know you poor thing. He gets he's on the computer, and then uh, he's watching videos and everything. And then he gets up, turns off the light, turns off the computer and everything. And he's like, "Oh damn!" And I'm like, "What?" He goes, "I got to stay up for another thirty minutes. I forgot to do the magnet." <laughs> Ron's lying. They invited themselves to dinner when, when I said you were uh, over there cooking. Because <laughs> I said you were going to bring me a cheeseburger. 
in a yeah. a um, double cheeseburger. Panny's gonna bring steaks and seafood and seafood and, and Sam, Sam Adams. Adams and watermelon. Maybe somebody got to bring a bottle of Jameson. You're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wearing the Magnus twin? No, no, no. It's still just once a day. He didn't get to wear them yesterday because he was working. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't here for the live show. Yeah. I did go live, but it was only on DLive. YouTube was screwing up. I couldn't go live there. So we're where we got the magnets in. I think she's lying. She says it's only day nine. Yeah, because I actually made that joke because I like, oh, I like watching day nine. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we this is day ten, but that's what I'm saying. This is day ten. Yesterday was day or, nine. I mean day eleven. Uh, not just the cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, Canadian Witch, thank you so much for the ice cream. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I never got the notice yesterday. The, the notice. Oh, for D-Live? That's weird. I don't know. But like you said, they were screwing up last night. So I, I know people were having problems with D-Live yesterday. I couldn't get on YouTube to stream live. Thank you so much, Canadian Witch, for those ice creams. We really appreciate it. We really do. Brain freeze. That's right. Getting that brain freeze. I like getting the brain freeze. So I'm taking it, Canadian Witch is over on D-Live. Yes. Okay. Yes. Any of the ice creams, diamonds, or lemons are from D-Live. Well, it's hard for me to see. He's new to this. He's no, used with. it's oh. hard for me to see because I have that. Your mic is muted right there. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't get any notifications either. I just always go on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one good thing about that. We go live 10 o'clock our time, you know, every day. That way, if they don't get no, if you don't get notifications. Good morning, Lisa. Hey, good morning, Lisa. I got to go live today on YouTube. They let me. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry for all my YouTubian friends over there that I couldn't go live yesterday. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if it was a YouTube problem or if it was a restream problem. Like restream, let me. I was live on Facebook, DLive, my other channels that I go live on. But yeah, YouTube, it kept saying sending data, sending data, but it wasn't sending the video or anything for that matter. I mean, just because they knew all wasn't here. That's what it was. YouTube's like, well, sorry, Missy, you're not going live without chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Shrimp Shack. I was kind of confused too, Lisa. <laughs> hey, Shrimp Shack, how you doing? Hey, Past Life Explorer, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, Explorer. Well, good afternoon. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, good good, good, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you guys are from. <laughs> good morning to us still. I'm still drinking my coffee as usual. Again, let's go ahead. Would you like to explain the magnets to everybody that in case they've never seen us before? And Well, if you see our nice little get up. Uh, fashion statement. <laughs> um, if you guys remember about a week and a half, two weeks ago, uh, we covered a story about a guy that wore a magnet on his forehead 30 minutes a day for 30 days. 
and he started seeing uh, walls because his third eye was opening. So we decided we're going to go ahead and try this experiment. And we are on day 10 now. So we have 20 more days to go. And the only thing I've noticed is I've been getting headaches more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> but it's supposed to open up the pineal, pineal gland and, you know, all that good stuff. Open up your third eye. So we're trying it. Why not? Freaky geek remembers. He just don't forget walls melting. That's the right. The walls <laughs> melted, and he went into. I think he astro traveled. Somebody else brought that up to you. It could have been an astro travel. I, I said that. Did, what did you say yeah. that? You're Mark. I missed that because he moves since then. Yeah. So we're you know we're doing it. Why not? I love if anybody has a weird experiment when it comes to paranormal lies or anything like that. As long as you don't make me go, you know, um, out into the woods with bears, we're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Past Life Explorers, the Restream bot, that was Patrick saying hi, I believe. Yeah, from uh, DLive. DLive, yeah. It's the name after it says Restream. <laughs> A lot of people get that confused. I get it confused all the time. I'm like, who the What? <laughs> Right, Lisa? <laughs> well, me too. I mean, you know, be a, uh, having the gift of uh Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Lamons. I like to make a lemonade. So now we've been wearing the magnet for six minutes. So we got 24 minutes to go. Right. But if anybody yeah, has some weird paranormal ex- uh, experiments in that, Definitely send them to my email, which should be down below, and we'll try them out. Why not? Honestly, Freaky there ain't going to be no teddy bear picnic. <laughs> no. Actually, even last night, like I was telling Eddie, there was a cop. He was either looking up for someone or something because he was showing the you're going around spreading the spotlight around. And uh, I'm like, it was like 1.30 in the morning when I went down for my last cigarette, and I'm just like, Oh, please be looking for someone and not a bear. <laughs> because we do have bears that will travel into our town and walk around. Yep. So you guys can stick around. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> as long you. as it ain't to each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Shit's in the woods. No toilet roll. uses. No, he don't use leaves. He uses bunnies. He uses the rabbits. Yes. And Valdez, if you don't know, is overrun by rabbits. It's caught me soft. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an adult boy playing with his toys. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> That's true. Cops do like to use the spotlight. I, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll remember, you know, I'll think about that. No, I won't because the first thing that my mind goes to is bears. There's yep. a bear around. <laughs> yeah, there isn't much crime in this town. No, not at all. If you're cool with the cops and you're cool around here, you get away with so much. That's why I love sharing. If you're a friend, Facebook friend with me, you'll see me sharing the police blotter a lot because they use hashtags and it's hilarious. Yeah, that's the best thing. We don't care about the story. No. We just want to see what the hashtags say. <laughs> Go look at the blotter for the hashtags. 
but we don't. We don't have a lot of crime here. Very lucky. That's why I laugh when like tour groups come, and they're like, "How do you lock the windows?" And it's like, "Well, you lock them this way." But <laughs> first of all, you're on the second floor, second or third floor. Yeah, it's like if they can get up to the third floor, somebody's gonna notice. Yeah, and they they're getting in anyways. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't. You'd have to bring one hell of a long an extension ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Uh, when it comes to crime, oh, that sucks. Here. Yeah, that sucks, Patrick. That does. That's what nobody wants to get stuck here in Valdez because <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, actually, Shrimp Shack, uh, yes. Um, there was a report one time the cops showed up in this woman's house and had to lightly tap on the window to get her attention because oh, a bear, the bears, went into her house and actually. Ate the cat food and fell asleep. And then fell asleep in the laundry room. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you'll see crazy stories in different parts of Alaska where bears have walked right into hotels. Yep. And stood there in the lobby. Yep. Well, we've had that. Not we've had it had it here, but I mean bears, moose. Yeah, they just walk in. <laughs> Chill out. They want to watch TV in the lobby too. <laughs> yeah, you go, oh, yeah, it's funny, Lisa. So you <laughs> walk around the corner and see a bear standing there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's definitely quite a difference of being up here than down in the lower 48s. Because we have bears down there, too, obviously. We have bears in New York. Yeah. But not like, not roaming like they're up here. <laughs> And, I mean, what's cool about living here, though, is everybody respects that we're in their territory. Yeah. You know. When they say bears are around, everybody just kind of disperses and disappears. Yep. Let the bears do what they got to do and they'll leave. Yep. If not, they mean bag them into, back into the mountain. Yep. Yeah, well, mine too, Lisa. Well, then you would definitely love it up here. Between the eagles, the bears, the sea yep. lions... Yeah, except when they come up close to you. Mm -hmm. That's when, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cool to look at. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do have tourists that like to try to get selfies with bears. Yeah. Here, it's hold, not a good idea, folks. Hold not, my beer. I yeah. got this. <laughs> it's not a good idea. All right. So what do we got on our agenda for today? Today, of course, is What If Wednesdays, and we're talking about UFOs. Ron had... We've been trying to do this for three weeks now, I think. Hold up. I don't even want to hear that. I know. You're, I know. I know. Freaky, you still waiting to hear my story. I know. <laughs> even if you were here yesterday. You still I couldn't would, do it. Unless he was on D-Live. <laughs> we see moose here in town. Rarely in coyotes. Well, coyotes we, are everywhere. We, we started noticing... Uh, Big ass beavers. No porcupine. Or porcupine. Porcupine. That thing was huge. Like, you know, you see porcupines on TV. I've never seen one in person. Still waiting, freaky geek. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true kind Tuesday. <laughs> but um, yeah, you see porcupines on, on TV and they look small and cute and everything. Man, I saw a Sonic the Hedgehog, I swear to God. 
that thing was huge. And then it turned and looked at me, which was even creepier <laughs> because I'm like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? You know, because that's what Missy does. She sees an animal and she's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> and then, Until it stops and looks at her. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I was just saying hi. But yeah, that porcupine was, I mean, I'm talking, it was huge. It was freaking huge. Yes, we are talking aliens today. Well, I'm telling you, Pammy, if it was if it was pregnant, it, it was carrying a lot of babies. Yeah. All right, Pammy. Pammy sounds like me. I know, right? Go to small. <laughs> I hear you. Only we got stairs to climb down <laughs> and climb back up. But um, yeah. So we're talking UFOs today. We are talking. Ron had sent me this in the direct. Well, he had sent me the direction of the friendship case. Um, and is it evidence of extraterrestrial contact? I watched a documentary on it. Me and Eddie watched a documentary on it, and it was, it was definitely a cool thing to watch. I'll tell you that. Then we're talking about Dorothy Azette of the Vancouver Lights, um, where she. It, the messages are all clear. I'm actually doing, trying to do a big, big project um, about like the messages of aliens of, for abductees that have been abducted. Obviously, I don't know where that came from, but obviously they've been abducted. But um, is your podcast story? Yeah, like the messages and everything like that of what we're trying to, what they're trying to tell us, right? And then we're going to talk about the mystery of the UFO repeaters. Um, and we'll talk about those stories and more. And then on the second half of the show, of course, it's your turn to call in or come up online and uh, talk about your experiences if you would like to. And also we're going to show, um, Emmy had sent me a, a video last week. And I uh, have permission, of course, to share it for for you guys. Um, I have a little idea of what they could be. A couple of them, not all of them, but we'll we'll definitely, uh, if you know, I'm the gem. We are going to show her video, and then if you guys have any anything you'd like to send to me, let me know. Send it on Twitter. Uh, I almost said YouTube. My email, Facebook, anywhere you would like to send it. Anything to. <laughs> hey, Sid. How hey, you doing? Hey, Sid and Joanne. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. So, to get started, we are going to talk about um, the friendship case. Now, the friendship case, that is a very cool thing. It happened in Italy. Hey, Blue, how are you? Welcome, welcome. You know, of course, they say, well, society ignores this phenomenon, labels everyone who's interested in it as a nutcase. Credible reports are surfacing, surfacing each day and making it clear that we can no longer have our heads in the sand. We've been conditioned to reject anything outside the intellectual confines established by the institution for purpose of dumbing down the masses and assuring we never question the social order. Because of this, anyone who tries to seriously address the subject is met with criticism and ridicule. 
and it's bullshit in my eyes. People around the world have reported various type of extraterrestrial contact. And today we seriously consider what these contactees are saying will be the day we realize that they're not all making it up. Right? Yeah, true. Freaky freaky geek. Wow. What the hell did I just say? I don't even know. You mean Arizona lights? Nope. Vancouver lights. So something is happening, and even if it isn't contact, you know, as like an abductee and abductee, oh my God, I'm having trouble with that word, um, or anything, but it makes you wonder if we're truly alone. You know we're not. I don't think we're alone, and I think we're all, I don't know. Elon Musk will tell you he's an alien. I know, right? (laughs) Right, Patrick. Not all. I believe that not all of them are friendly, um, but I think they serve a different purpose. And I'll bring and I'll, I'll um, definitely share what I found so far. Like I said, I'm working on a big ass project, and it's taken me a lot to. Hey, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Oh, oh, you probably went to the other one. I know. I meant to. Usually, I write in the chat that if you're watching this one, it's the wrong one. Go to the other one. I don't know why it does that. I think it's so stupid, but, you know, what are you going to do? So this comes from, like I said, this is called the friendship case. And like I said, Ron turned me on to this one. Um, And it's a very, very interesting story. Um, This all comes, the one I'm reading now, they do have a documentary on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Um, So if you look up the friendship case, you should be able to find it on there. But this is coming from David Wilcox. (coughs) Have you heard of um, Dorothy Isaac? I'm not sure what year it was. We'll get when I get to that story. We'll definitely it'll probably say what year it was. But um, I know it was a while ago. That documentary is on Amazon as well. Um. All the information in this report comes from David's summary. And, of course, if you don't know who David Wilcox is, he's usually, if you watch Ancient Aliens or any of those alien shows like that, he's the blonde, he's younger. Um, You probably, if you've seen him, you know who I was talking about. But, so David advocates the existence of enlightened humans from other worlds who want to help humanity usher in a golden age, the next stage in our individual and collective evolution. According to his writings, these positive ET groups have contacted people around the world, though not as much in the past 40 years, in an effort to make the mass aware of their presence in a way that doesn't violate our free will. Now, he's kind of like on the doctor, hey, Cassie, Kathy, hi. Yeah, he's got the blonde, the blonde hair, the shorter blonde hair. He's not on there all the time, but he's on there most of the time. Yeah, a lot. Um, but uh, he uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it doesn't violate our free will. Like they know we have to live our lives, Doctor Hay. 
Oh, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, because I said, "Hey, Kelly." I'm on the I'm on the side of uh, I listen to Doctor Stephen Greer a lot. Um, I'm on. I'm kind of resonating with what he's saying about things. I do believe that there is um, not so nice aliens, but I believe that for the most part, there's you know, and it's like humans. There's bad humans and there's good humans. You know what I mean? And it's just like them. But that, I think a lot of the grays and the hurtful ones that are grays are actually could be our government um, to stage things. It's just my opinion. But like I said, we'll get into that in the next uh, next bit. But um, so in the law of one, which Diary of Mind always told me to go listen to the Law of One, and I never did. And this actually, the friendship case actually brought me to the Law of One, and all of basically down a huge, huge rabbit hole. <laughs> so in the Law of One, a series of channeled books from the entity known as Ra, who reportedly spoke through a channel, um, we learned that contactees throughout history were unable to handle the pressure that came with such an um, unfathomable responsibility. That was me. Well-intended plans went away when distortions in the contactees' ability to handle the contact became evident. Can you imagine how easy it is uh, to think yourself a god if you were contacted by actual humans from other worlds? Hey, Jim. Thanks for coming in. Hey, Jim. Welcome, welcome. Due to this, these intense real sightings and contactees slowed to a near halt by 1981. Sightings are still frequent today and contact should, could be talking or taking place. But these instances generally happen in smaller numbers. According to David, the amount of data left behind from these contacts, include the one we'll talk about below, is astonishing. I guess Ron tried to listen to it. He said, but the person is boring. I don't know if he's talking about you or. or the... <laughs> I'm sorry if we're boring. <laughs> or are you talking about David Wilcox? Yeah, he can be kind of. He, he speaks in, not in a monotone, but it's like tedious. It's like, just get to the damn story. You know? <laughs> So, according, um, photographs have been recovered, as well as videos of UFO mid-flights, recordings of human ET speaking, written documents, and scientific breakthroughs that include functioning technological devices. Hey, Heather. Hi, Heather. So, the Italian contactee. This happened in the 1950s. Okay. I haven't heard from Diary, but she has been, for her birthday, she was online, so that gave me a little bit of relief, you know what I mean? I think she um, is just staying away from everything. I think she's focusing on her Addie and her husband, you know what I mean? Um, but I did see, I do stalk and make sure she's okay. I don't stalk, but, you know, I just make sure, but she... She was on her Facebook at one point in time. She was didn't check her messages, but um, she was on her Facebook. So 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. We all miss her. But I think she's just taking time for herself. She had a lot of med medical issues and she had a lot of um, tests going on. So I think it's just, you know. But for a while it was, I was scared. I was nervous. Um, so anyway, Bruno Simmer, and I'm going to say this because it's wrong because it's a big name. Simmer Marquis. In 1950s, Italian contactee. The friendship case details extensive extraterrestrial contact as it started in 1956. Knowledge of this contact resurfaced with energy, when engineer Stefano Breccia published a book called Mass Contacts, which reveals personal accounts and evidence of repeat encounters with human ETs who had secret underground bases in our planet. Or on our planet. No, in our planet. That would be in our planet. <laughs> the contacts took place in Pescara, and writer Bruno's, Bruno was considered the main contactee. Two other people involved, Jaspera de Lama and his wife Morella, who are alive today, um, Briquet's respected status in academia and science inspired Jaspera to come forward with his story. Bruno referred to the awkward world humans with whom he made contact with to W56. The W stood for double victory and also a reference to George Washington. The W56 were a group of humans who came from various parts of the cosmos. Beyond being scientifically and spiritually advanced and taller than people on our planet, they range from one to six meters in height. They were like a lot of us. So on April 1956 was the date of Bruno's first contact with the W56. He was investigating Rocco Pia Castle with two friends after finding a mysterious map that led there and was wondering if the site contained any secrets. While they were there, two men approached them and they began speaking to him. One of the men was three feet tall but the other one was taller than Bruno and his friends. The tall one, who they learned was the group's captain, was given the name Dimpetrio. The other names given to the W56 members they met later were Cigar, Sigus, Idio, Kinio, Sinus, Sag, Meridir, and Romulus. It's sad that the only the only um, the only uh, name I knew was Romulus, and that's from basically Star Trek. <laughs> um, the W fifty six didn't use these names; they were given by Bruno's group um, to make the identification easier. W fifty six had bases deep underground. Okay, now here's where it's getting interesting. Now, they made an opening in a hole underground and compressing the materials of the earth into hard walls. So basically, when they wanted to make a base, right, the walls or the dirt and everything would compact open. Outward, yeah. And outward, up and down, to make a room, and they would go in from there. Now, when they left, they could close that back up 
and it would be earth again. It would just be earth with nothing in it. Now, what makes this interesting is I've heard numerous reports about, um, I know there was a um, military person that had talked to uh, Linda Moulton Hall about how he went into this room and he goes, there was walls, but there was no walls. Like he could see the earth, but it was like there was an invisible wall there. Which makes this a lot interesting. Like, is that why we have earthquakes, or is that why? Well, no, because most earthquakes are, are under, un, from, created from underground. Well, that's where the bases are. Or yeah, well, there's but I think they do it enough. The mountains yeah, and... it's not like breaking apart anything. So, right. yeah, I get what you're saying. Um. Okay, I got to shut my uh, camera off for a second. Oh, are we done? Yep. Okay. They... 10 down. So, um, each base required a force field to remain in use, and the Earth would resume to its original shape when the force field was turned off. David Wilcox writes that the W56 could be displacing the underground material into a pr parallel reality. Oh, shit. What? I just closed out Yahoo chat. You mean YouTube chat? That, that too. Just give me just a second. Okay. Um, so I don't know how that would, like my mind can't um, wrap around how they would take that material and put it into, oh, don't, I yeah. won't talk for a second. All right, I'm good. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Like, I can't wrap my mind around how they would put it into a parallel universe just because, or parallel, or parallel, parallel reality. I don't know, just because my mind will, won't do that. I don't know. Um, but that's what he thinks. And it appears the ETs are displacing the atoms of the Earth into a parallel reality known as time space, liquefying them. And then pushing them into walls while they are in that configuration. See, I my mind just can't wrap around that. I know elevate. I was doing do do. I was doing Jeopardy <laughs> only silently. The science on how this is possible is revealed in his book, The Source Field Investigations. Um, apparently, once the ETs turn off the field the walls just spring back to their original form. Like we said, it's not the first time that I've heard of these bases doing that. And I wonder if that's what they do in the mountain bases too. I'm sorry, I'm finding it hard to concentrate. I know, I know. He's tired, guys. He is so tired. Um, so, because of these bases were constructed and operated, there's no need for a traditional entrance. Their most important European base was in Italy, and Rocopia Castle stood on one of its entry points. Their main base was deep in the Adriatic Sea and stretched from Ortana to Rimina. That's a pretty big base. Is that, is it? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. I didn't, I didn't look. 
I'll tell you, I shut up, but I didn't. <laughs> it's way past my nap time, Nicole. <laughs> thank oh, you, thank you for the lemon. Thank you so much, hon. I appreciate it. I'm pretty much uh, running on no sleep. Five lemons. Thank you so much, Heather. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate it. <laughs> so, according to Gaspar, Bruno, the main contactee, developed a telepathic connection with the W56 and visited their bases. They asked Bruno for helping acquire industrial size amounts of fruit, as well as metals that include strontium and barium nitrate. Bruno and his friends didn't know what the metals were for, um, but David thinks that they were common in most electron or they're common in most electronics today. The W56 didn't eat fruit. Instead, they extracted its nutrients and made a green pill out of it, which one of which they could feed the body for up to two days. So they would extract the nutrients. This thing is bothering me. They would extract the nutrients. And make a pill out of it. And then they'd be good for two days. We need that. Right. That would be awesome. Oh, you're not late, Heather. What is she talking about? Oh, no worries. No worries <laughs> at all. Nobody's ever late. <laughs> when you get here, you're Yeah, right Ron, especially the cargo doors. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what's so cool about it. It makes it so interesting that... Um, so they said once the trucks were brought to a specific spot, right, the fruit would be teleported off the truck rather than unloaded. No outsider was allowed to witness this. And as you could probably imagine, acquiring all this fruit was expensive. Sometimes the W56 would pick up a, the tab by materializing money in a box right in front of one of the other team members. I got to agree with Patrick on this. I, I Give me a big old state. Right, right. Yeah, I agree too. <laughs> However, they they usually didn't pay at all. So the thing with is, um, okay, Pammy, definitely. Um, so what would happen? And they showed in the film, uh, the documentary, and I wish I could play it for you guys, um, because it was really cool. But they would show how they would pay the. The driver, they would while they would, the aliens were taking the fruit out of the truck and everything. Well, it was a pre-ranged uh, deal. Deal. Yeah. Said, "Come on, let's go have a drink." And by the time they had one drink and went back to the truck, the whole truck was empty. And the, and the guy, you can see it in the movie. It's so funny because again, the, the truck driver is looking in the back of the truck like, "Where'd it go? How the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> no footprints. No nothing. No other vehicle tire tracks. Nothing. It was just gone yeah so um but with the financial situation it caused problems with bruno and the others who contributed their own money with the unifying contributions um kept a good sense of group cohesion well it's basically a documentary for you <laughs> yeah it's a documentary it's called the friendship uh case it's on amazon were they using Oh, no, it was actual real money. But it was, this is what's interesting, too, is the way that they teleported things, like papers would fly out of the sky. And yeah, I've they, heard cases of paranormal. Little notes. Yeah, paranormal uh, 
you know, investigators or experiences, I should say, where papers fall out of the sky. So it's like, wait a minute. Well, that's like uh, when the three of them were in that uh, apartment. Yeah. And the one guy set a letter up on the, on the stereo case. Yep. And then they were doing something and, and the letter was gone. And they couldn't figure anything out. And then they ended up going out to the woods for something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the one guy got hit with something. And he turned and looked. And it was the letter that they had left at that house. Yeah. That had burn marks on it. Yeah. You know what? That's a good question. Where would the aliens get the money? Well, they were teleporting stuff. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But, uh. You know something, Nicole? I actually had a dream where I teleported, and I remember, like, I don't know what the hell happened, but I went into this egg, and I teleported from one place to another, so and she, I remember... She got launched out of a hen's ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like this pod that you sat in, and uh, I got teleported, and it, it was almost like on Hogwarts, on Harry Potter, where you go the flu that yeah. you go into the fireplace. But um I remember getting out in the dream, I remember getting out and said, that felt really weird. But so we can uh, clear this up a little bit for Patrick. Um, they didn't always have the money. Uh, and when they did, it really wasn't a lot. Yeah. But they were trying to contribute whatever they could. Right. I've had an OBE, um, an odd body experience. I've had a near-death experience, and I've astral traveled. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. But that that dream was very realistic. Yeah. Um, So the the W56 told Bruno's group that in order for humanity to witness their presence in an undeniable way, we have to express solid sense of goodwill. They said to his group, help us to help you um heather wanted to know were you scared when you teleported i was i remember feeling nervous um because i've never i didn't like i went somewhere it was like i went back home and like everything was different pammy said she's had other uh, body experiences since she was in the crib yeah yeah um this is just what his group did by delivering the fruit and helping the visitors to any other way they requested. As a result, the visitors agreed to schedule sightings by appointment. Yes, you read that right. Appointments were made, being made to witness the starships of humans from other planets. Welcome back, Andy. Hey, Andy. <laughs> I try with you know, on Amazon to get 15 hits. Let me let me go back through my. Um, I'll let you know on Facebook, Freaky Geek. Let me go back through my history and see if it's that's what I thought it was called the friendship case, but I will definitely um, <laughs> um I will definitely let you know either way. I think it's the I don't know I'd have to look. Okay, so they would schedule these appointments. An individual would be given a place, date, and time for a contact, which provided the opportunity to take pictures and film. <laughs> Jespar took a series of UFO uh, photos that were reportedly planned by the W56, a couple which I'll, uh, hold on, let me click on this. 
Yeah, Freaky Geek. Uh, she actually got me to watch it, and and I was so tired. But it got my attention to the point where I actually sat there and watched the whole thing without falling asleep. Yeah. Because 90% of the time, she put on a documentary, she'll look over, and I'm just, I'm out. <laughs> right? That is true. Let me see. Well, there's no pictures in this damn thing. Okay, so anyway, we'll get to the pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll pull them up. So let me get back up here. Uh, Gaspar Bruno and journalist Bruno Gibati witnessed this plant sighting, and David credits Bruno Gibati as one of the first journalists to take an extraterrestrial issue seriously. According to David, an enormous amount of photos and video evidence was produced to prove the legitimacy of the contacts. Much of this has been distributed, but most of it has been lost, stolen, or kept locked away by contactees of the time who just don't want to be involved with the case any further. There are literally hundreds of photos, videos, and recordings. Apparently, a lot of people were given the chance to meet the W-56 in exchange for their help given by Bruno and his group. Bercari reported his file with the username of at least 120 people involved and there would have, could be even more that he's unaware of. This contact extended from Germany, France, Switzerland, Siberia, Australia, Argentina, and other countries. So the advanced teleportation and communication. W-56 used advanced teleportation methods to materialize and dematerialize objects as well. Kind of like the fruits, the papers. Jaspar called their technology infinite and recalls the teleportation of various objects, film reels, slips of paper with answers to questions asked by the contactees to W-56 and others. He described the objects as appearing out of thin air. They materialize near the ceiling and float down, or sometimes they'd appear on the floor and tap the bottom of Jaspar's chair. Communication with the W-56 would happen in many different ways, which I thought this was interesting, right? One of which was two regular radios. So the old-time, you know, the dial radios. Communication, um, so they'd have two identical radios. They would set side by side. One would broadcast a normal frequency and the other frequency of the W-56. Lisa asks, could you put it in your description area, please, uh, if it's another name? Thank yeah, you. I definitely will, Lisa. Definitely. A loud crack would be heard on the radio used for communication, followed by a sight of a greenish flame and a cosmic visitor words. For one instance, Cigar was one of the one who spoke. If you were to change the station on the radio broadcasting the W-56, it would continue to broadcast them unaffected. So once they started talking through the frequency of the radio, if you tried to change the channels, you would still get their message. Oh, that's when they were using the side-by-side radio method. Right, yes. And then and then they did it with the TV. Yes. Audio recordings were made of some of the radio message. One is which you can read um, in the transcripts of David's report, and I'll put that in the description as well. 
So W56 uses a particular message to discourage us from distrusting our galaxy family and encourage staying together and tolerating over our weaknesses instead of fighting over them. They also encourage us to improve our sense of humanity and our friendship towards them. It's a beautiful message, in my opinion, and it teaches that embracing trust and affection, among other qualities, we can grow closer with each other and maybe even these enlightened visitors. So direct was the contact between W56 and Bruno's group that Jespark recalls them inserting themselves into TV shows and movies. He remembers watching a movie one day, which was interrupted by scenes of their flying saucers. The voices of W56 could be heard in the background. A fourth witness to the visitation and sightings, Professor of Design Paolo Di Girolamo, accepted the invitation from Bercara to appear on the documentary. Paolo didn't have much experiences with Bruno's group or the W56. He only met the group a couple of times. But one of his encounters with the W56 would prove worthwhile. Palo was friends with Albert Parago, I almost, almost said Brogi, <laughs> and Bruno G, the she, journalist. She's getting hungry. <laughs> who they mentioned <laughs> before was among the first to take a serious look at the ET subject. Bruno G put him in touch with the main contactee, Bruno, of course, and they arranged for Palo to meet the group. He brought with him a letter he had written for the W56. He, wel he was welcomed into the living room and put the envelope on the table. Here's the one you're talking about. Before Bruno S. turned on the radio and claimed they should be getting some news at some point. Soon after, a piercing whistle was heard, followed by a loud hissing sound. Um, here is the message they received. Cigar here. Paolo. Be honest with all us all. Be honest with us all. Be honest with us all. Then another voice said, let's get the goods. It was estimated that the goods were the contents of the parcel for Bruno S., which was lined in black and placed in the television, or placed on the television. It was estimated that the goods, um, no. When the message was finished, a loud crackle was heard, followed by a blinding purple flash. Nothing was heard, and Pello was speechless. Now, I'm thinking, be honest with us all, is like, was Pello there with not-so-nice intentions, and they knew that? Could be. The group then decided to go out in the street, maybe to get some fresh air, and when they returned, they found the letter Pello had left on the table was gone. Nobody knew it, knew who took it, and everyone denied touching it. Yeah, well, there was only four people there. Yeah. The three guys and, the, and, and that lady. Yeah. Bruno S. took this as a sign that the group should go to the street again, which they promptly did. Once in the street, Paolo felt something light land on his head. It was a scorched, folded-up envelope that contained his letter. How these were cosmic humans able to pull off impossible feats? According to the Friendship Case, their technology gave them ability you and I couldn't fathom. Techni technologically device technological devices they referred to as nuclei gave them abilities such as telepathy, and that amazed Bruno's group. They could place nuclei in rooms, objects, and even 
living creatures. It'd be hard not to be a little freaked out by that. But the friendship case, as well as David's report, describes the W-56 as benevolent and invested in helping rather than hurting humanity. The nuclei technology was for the W-56 what cell phones are for us today, essentially for day-to-day life. Since they seem to have been enlightened, I imagine that they have a deep spiritual bond with the nuclei, which made its tech essential for otherwise impossible tasks they carried out. So these guys, um, they had conflicts with the CTR. A common thing in contact cases is the concept, here you go, Patrick, of positive and negative extraterrestrial groups being involved in Earth affairs. The same is true in this case. The W-56 described Bruno's group they described to Bruno's group a negative extraterrestrial race they called the Jurios. And I'll put that in chat. So if anybody wants to look it up. Yes, it's definitely one that it needs to be seen. I mean, listening to the story is one thing, but when you see it happen, it's like, wow, wait a minute. <laughs> Bruno renamed the Jurios the CTR, which is contraction for the world contraries. The CTR were described as unethical, materialistical, materialistic, and opposed to the W-56 in every way. The W-56 never spoke a war with the CTR because they were enlightened and didn't make war. Ooh, Ron got knocked off as being extreme <laughs> boss. Through the veil took it. <laughs> no, no, no. Through the veil is my YouTube boss. Ron is my D-Live boss. Oh, I didn't see YouTube there. I was like, oh, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> the 56. So these these aliens, they didn't like to cause war. They were enlightened. They didn't think about war. One of the reasons they had was to keep the CTR in check. And they referred to the CTR as science worshippers with no sense of wrongdoing. Excuse me. They were concerned human. They were concerned humanity would follow the CTR's path and destroy our world and become a destructive force in the cosmos. According to the table from Brecca's book, the notes where the respective ET groups came from, some of the W-56 came from the Pleiades constellation, some of the CTR (laughs) from the Orion constellation. None of the W-56 came from Orion, and I've heard that before. I've heard that Orion aliens are not good. It's not the first time. Right, I'm sorry. I, I get it. Ron's making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired, Ron. <laughs> um, Urida, the living energy of love. The 56 understood and utilized the power of love on a level of unfathomable to most people on our planet. Feelings of love, harmony, affection, and friendship were crucial to them. And this is kind of how I feel towards the world. Um, and I think that's why I that's why I cried at the end of Lucy, the movie Lucy, because of the fact that I felt what she felt like there's, it, it, you feel hopeless. 
Like, you know what is supposed to be done in this world, but yet you're so hopeless into explaining it to everybody and getting them to understand. Just because everybody understands things from different perspectives. Right. Aliens are pretty bad too. Even though far too many of them already inhabit our world. I believe that, definitely. You're welcome, Lisa. Um, Brecket described how for them they are much more than simple emotions. For them, cohesion, friendship, loyalty, and things like that are not abstract concepts, but rather a living entity for they call Eureta. And again, I could be saying that wrong. This living entity is fostered precisely by the sense of loyalty and was contrasted by an alter ego that was that was called Breda, which was essentially the opposite. According to Jaspara, this living entity of positive energy was used as fuel. It's helped the friends power their technology and defend themselves against the CTR. And because of it, because of this, it was highly valued. If the W-56 were to disband and fail to keep Harmony intact, they fall. Thank you, Freaky Geek, for the ice creams. Um, Fall victim to the CTR's low vibration and their bases could be destroyed. This gives a whole new meaning to the phrase spiritual battle. I wonder how one can be enlightened yet vulnerable to emotional and spiritual attacks from entities that only involved on an intellectual level. I don't know thing about an, anything about enlightenment or high states of consciousness, but you'd think it in, include invincibility to attacks from beings that are, for lack of a better word, spiritually inferior. Okay, going back just a little bit, uh, Patrick says that he believes that the violent ones are reptilian. But he's also saying that all the reptilian ones are bad. Right, right. And that's what part of my project uh, that I'm working on, uh, Patrick. I'm actually going through and seeing um, the different, along with the KGB book, I'm also looking up different, like what what contactees have been. Sorry, I yawned. That's okay. <laughs> what they've talked about on different species, if that makes sense. I I have it in here, <laughs> which, you know, I got to go around the maze. <laughs> um, but you just, Jim, you're reptilian. Look at what free speed geeks are going to blow it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, My camera now. I'm up. Now we got it back. Are we back? Sorry, guys. Yeah, freaky. For some reason, we just crashed out for a second. Sound should be back now. Okay, we're back. We're back? Okay, good. Good, good, good. 
Now, that's twice today that's happened. I know, just Jim. I was just thinking, that's what I told Eddie when we blanked out. I said, great, it's because everybody was bringing them up. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky said, thank goodness it wasn't him. <laughs> oh, Restream's not working. Oh. What the hell is going on? Did we blink out again? No, I got it. I'm seeing everything. The okay, because Restream said the chat is ready to display messages, and that's usually when. I don't know. I, I, okay. I, well, I don't know. I can't see from that end, but that OBS is up. Okay. YouTube's up. Well, OBS is always going to be up. Thank you for Thank you me. for the lemon. Yeah, Patrick. And I believe that some of them are our government. I, I have a feeling that some of the men in black are, are alien. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Warm it up. We're intrigued. Yeah. Now, see, what I was talking about with the love, <laughs> when I had my near-death experience, that's all I felt. Like, it was it was amazing. Um, not that anybody should die. <laughs> but it was, I'm not afraid to die anymore, I'll tell you that much. Um, I'm afraid about how I'm going to die, but, you know, that type of thing. But um, I, uh, the, it was so, I can't even explain it. What the love was. Thank you, Blue, for the love. Thank you. Uh, Real quick for Freaky. I I do believe the uh, MIB are alien. I don't think they're robots. Uh, That's just what I think. I mean, if you see a lot of... Yeah, I don't think they're robots. Yeah, but if you see a lot of the uh, MIB in pictures that are off in the distance... You cannot make a face. Yeah, they're weird, and if you do, it's like very weird looking. Yeah, like odd looking. Um, but I mean, the love. I don't know. Are we? No, wait. Oh, oh. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> like he told me earlier, don't overthink the uh, when he put up uh, ten T. Oh. He was spelling idiots. Right. <laughs> and I figured it out after I read what he had said. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's funny. But no, I mean, yeah, no, I, I believe they're there to protect. Like, to me, the MIB, I don't know. I'm so torn when it comes to MIBs because on the first half, I want to believe, you know, what they're seeing. Okay. My whole thing with aliens is, is basically there's good and bad, okay, but there's ones that the government use, not use, but make. Yeah, they're the, like the robots. Read what Jim just said. But you're when saying it, that. When it, okay, hold on. When it comes up to MIBs, like some of them are like, don't believe those ones. But who do you believe? That's, yeah, that's the whole freaking. Um, so your podcast people can hear it. Uh, Just Jim, he says, I think certain higher ups in the White House are definitely reptilians. I think certain people can be turned into them if they want. And, and, and I believe it's possible. Yeah. See, my whole biggest thing is. Um, my whole biggest thing is. And this is what I'm working on with the whole abductees things and everything and talking to aliens is people say, and I said this at the end of my stream last yesterday, 
people sit there and say, oh, see what the world's doing by look, watching the elite, right? Elite want to get off Earth, right? This is what they're trying to do is get us all off Earth. Not all of us off Earth, but at least them off of Earth, right? I think we should be watching on how many reports of UFOs to know what the government's up to. Like back, when, Andy. when there is a huge burst of UFO activity, I believe it's because somewhere somebody is waiting to push that red button. That's true. I mean, look at in that our time. government and other countries, governments, you know. Look at that time all of our missile silos got activated out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. and, and the guys couldn't shut it down, but then all of a sudden, everything ceased. A lot of the aliens, because like I said in M-Stream last night, um, I believe that humans are selfish. We are. We, I mean, no matter who you are, we're just programmed to be selfish, right? A lot of us fight that and become non-selfish. But we don't understand that nuclear war, okay, doesn't just affect our affect our world, okay? And I think that's why the aliens shut down our nukes in the silos and that. It's because it doesn't affect just us. It affects all the worlds out there. And I think when there's a whole bunch of aliens or UFO spottings, I think it's because something in the government or other countries are planning on something, an attack or something, and they're trying to stop it. So, uh, that was weird. Usually I can't do the app with somebody's name if they're in the restring bot. Right. This time I was just able to do it with Ron. Oh, really? That's weird. And he said he's walking around. At first, I'm confused. I'm like, where are you walking to her asking him that the therapy has, has helped now? Right. Um, um, I really, I really truly believe that. And, um, like I said, I'm working on this project because most of the, the ones that I have studied so far, and I mean, there are some ones that are bad. Don't get me wrong. Um, do you think it's a 50, 50 ratio good to bad? Or do you think there's more good than there is bad? I, I think there's more good than there is bad. But I think there is a lot more races that we don't know about of aliens. Oh, you know sure. what I, mean? I mean, like with, like us. I mean, we have white, blacks, Hispanics, you know, on and on and on. Right. If an alien is born on Earth, is it still an alien? Well, I don't, you know, that's a really good question. That is. I believe it is just because of the fact that. Well, if you think about it, if somebody from Mexico comes here and has a baby. Right. They are an illegal alien. But, but their child is a citizen. Right. Not all are born somewhere hatched. Well, <laughs> That's true. I'm sure. You watch enough movies, you'll believe it. <laughs> but when it comes to, like, my near-death experience, like I said, the whole love thing, I can't explain, like, what I felt, but it was so beautiful. All worries disappeared. Yes, all human, you know, mundane worries. Like I said before, I didn't have to worry about walking the dog. I didn't have to worry about making dinner. I didn't have to worry about all that was gone. But I felt love and felt awe until my sister was like, you need to get back there and take care of those babies. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. What Patrick do you think said I, that is possible, shadows, but they think they are too warlike, and that is one of the reasons they will not make contact with us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, make contact with with us out in the open. Yeah, that's like the friendship thing. Right. You notice that it would be pre-designated times and areas. Right. And only certain people at that point in time knew. Exactly. And it was usually way out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And the thing with it is, is like, I think, honestly, I think our government, well, I don't know. I mean, our government, our government, our other you know, other countries' governments work with. Honestly, I think some of them work with the bad aliens, just for the fact that they know that we got aliens, that we have aliens here, right? I have to go back to um, who's the one that was it? It wasn't Roosevelt. It was um, Hoover that met the aliens, and because because of the fact that hey Seth, hey Seth, welcome, um. The fact that they wanted to offer us free energy, that we didn't have to pay for anything. And the government was like, no, 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 that's not happening. Yeah, y'all ain't getting nothing for free. Yeah. And so they wouldn't work with the good aliens. I honestly think the bad aliens took it and said, hey, oh, well, they won't work with them, but they'll work with us. Let us make a deal where we can abduct so many people. I really am on that, that, that train where we can abduct so many people and do experiments and we'll give you the technology to get stuff done. You know what I mean? Eisenhower. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Who built the dam? (laughs) No. Um, Yeah. And what I've read, like Eisenhower's meeting with the aliens, he wasn't a nice guy to him. He was like, what do you want? You know what I mean? And it's like, so it's crazy to me. Welcome back, Cassie. Me too, Shadows. That's why I think certain people up there are selected to be transforming into them and something. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, Jim. It definitely does. And here are these other ones. Um... Yes, Andy. Well, it's not that. If you go and you replay, like, what even the Clintons were saying, Ronald Reagan, you know, they're outside, you know, how we all would get together as an outside source. And that's a big thing where I'm going with, with Dr. Stephen Greer, because they want to they wanna bring in holograms and do whatever to show the bad, how bad aliens are when the good aliens are sitting there trying to help us. That's why I think, um, yes, exactly, Lisa, exactly. Because Reagan made the speech of, of how, if we would, how, how, how did he say, don't quote me because this is, how quickly we would all work together if we had a threat of an outside source. Somewhat like that. So, I mean, in the Clintons, they would bring up Independence Day on, on Jimmy Fallon and, and all them. 
It's just weird. <laughs> That's true for ye. Andy got a, brought up a good point too. He says, uh, Lisa, Stephen Greer also headed an organization to get all these free energy people, scientists into one place. Then nothing else was heard about I them. still, bull Andy, Stephen Greer talks about it still. He has a whole, he, I know, I get his uh, emails. It's still around. All right, Sid, take care, hon. Have a good day, Sid. Much love to you and Joanne. But it's still around. Um, he does workshops all over the all over the place. All right, Seth. Take care, hon. Have a good day, Seth. The thing with Dr. Stevens Greer, he doesn't believe in bad aliens. It's like fighting kids fighting on the playground. They're still around, Andy. Definitely. You can search um, I forget her name. The blonde. I can't think of her name. There's a couple of them that are still around and, and still um talking about it. Definitely. He's still, yeah, he's actually had a couple people, not him himself, but, you know, people have passed away by weird means. You know, so, I mean, yeah. To the Stars Academy, that's another one. Where are you um, seeing that, D-Live? No, no, nobody said anything. I just brought it up. Oh, okay. Because um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't see anything about Stars Academy. Um, to the Stars Academy, I think that's a lot. Of, you all right? No, my ears are going to get really bad. Um, there's a lot of disinformation with that. Not disinformation, but um, I don't trust Elizondo. I, I like his style. I like the questions he asks and that. But I don't understand how the hell he's got, still has clearance in the Pentagon if he, you know, because he can't talk about certain things. Well, if you, if, to me, that's telling me he's still got clearance. Plus, he stated he's still got clearance in the Pentagon. And, you know, to me, it's just, and his job was to put, facts out there that weren't true. Well, Andy and uh, Patrick both just said uh, good things. <laughs> yep, you're right, Lisa. They all run in, in clicks. Yeah. I think, well, it's like anything, really. We all don't know. We don't know. We can only speculate. We can only theorize. You know what I mean? Yeah, misinformation guy. Yeah. I wouldn't say misinformation. I would say misleading. Yeah. I mean, he's giving you some of the truth. Kind of like our government now. They'll give you some of the truth, but then it's gone. The, the story just trails off into something that makes absolutely no sense. Right. I just, I don't... Not the same thing. Okay, then I'm confused what he means. Misinformation. 
Lieutenant Greer's bed, all his colleagues died badly. He survives and gets cushy with the government when it comes to all the free energy, et cetera, people. I can understand that. Personally, I have trust issues with him. Okay, Andy, hurry back. Uh, yeah, I just, I that's how I feel about Lou Elizondo. Misinformation, misleading, not the same. True. And, and I get that. And, and, but that's like what Facebook is doing now. They'll rip down your post because not your whole post is correct information. Right. <laughs> um, is there any? No, Nicole, not at all. Government doesn't give That's <laughs> true, Ron. Too many people still have clearance even after they retire. Well, what did you look at that one we've been watching? He does that investigating, he goes out to the desert and all this, but he's got top clearance. Wasn't he fired or something? Dude from the military. Well, that doesn't help, honey. I watch a lot of things. No, you know who I'm talking about. Lou Elizondo? I don't know. It might be him. The one that's with the guy from Blink-182? Might be. But he's got, like, top clearance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's not even in the military or with the government anymore. Yeah. So how the hell are you holding on to that badge? Exactly. Something big is coming, and that is why information is being let out. I agree. For the event coming. But it's, it's, it's going to be false information. No, he's saying like there's a, something coming. Now, I, 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 I understand what you're saying now, Freaky Geek. But yeah, when, yeah, that's what I don't get. But on this guy, they, they didn't. He, he still has top clearance. I'm yeah. going to get a drink. Okay, honey. Um, uh. Yeah, I mean... That's what I'm saying. And his job was to mis in, send out misinformation. You know what I mean? So, well, that's okay, Jim. You're on our side. <laughs> we, we hope. <laughs> yeah, we hope. <laughs> we don't mind that. Yes, Freaky Geek. Matter of fact, like I said, I had I brought it up before about the new um, Top Gun. If you look at the clip at the last in the trailer, yeah, it but, looks like he's got a spacesuit on. No, a space helmet. A space it, helmet. It doesn't yeah. look like a, a fighter jet helmet. It actually looks like an astronaut helmet. Yeah, yeah. So I think definitely Lazar. What, what about Lazar? I believe Bob Lazar. I, I believe. I don't know with all these people. They, he don't have no type of clearance anymore. <laughs> Poor guy. He don't have, Jesus, he's been rated so many freaking times. Top Gun and Independence. Well, uh, the new Top Gun, Freaky, it's just now called uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. The new Top Gun. I don't understand what you're saying. Why would it be called Tom Cruise? That's who the actor is. No shit. <laughs> But I don't know if it was, I don't know if it's called Top Gun. But it's the new one that's been released. It might be Top Gunner. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But uh, 
yeah, he's not wearing a fighter helmet. It looks like he's wearing an astronaut helmet. Yeah, because he's probably going to be part of the aerospace. Yes, just Jim, there's a new Top Gun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's come out yet, has it? I don't even know. It might have. I'm not sure. Um, I don't trust the stupid guy he gets information from. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But like with um if you guys are uh following the Chad Taylor thing hmm. <laughs> with Sir oh, No Face. You want to talk about those. a rabbit hole. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole in itself. And uh a lot of the statements that he has gotten from his contact, who is called David Skyfall, um not his real name. You think? <laughs> has sent a lot of information to him and has, has um, predicted what's coming and that shit has come true. Well, look at what's happened with Chad's friend. Oh, Craig. Yeah, Craig, Craig Powell. I, I mean... That poor guy's been through hell and back too. He had to move. And then within a week of moving, they found him. And, like, I mean, you could see the fear in his eyes. I mean, I don't care. He, and Craig's just a – what started this whole thing with Chad Kalick and everything, they were on a paranormal investigation. They weren't even dealing with aliens. They had nothing – No, I, you know, they didn't want nothing to – They not that they didn't want nothing to do with aliens, but – they just never popped into their head about aliens. They were ghost hunters. Well, with it, not Craig, uh, with Chad. Mm-hmm. No, with Craig. Um, you, I, they, there was actually a video out mm-hmm. um, that they did. The man was so scared that he had seen somebody coming towards them, but he couldn't figure out what it was. And he's yelling at his family to get in the house. And he's yelling at his kid, grab my effing machete. And grab my effing machete now. And you grab a knife. I mean, this is how panicked he was. Yeah. Craig was shot at. Yeah. No, Chad was shot at. Or Chad was shot at. From a car going by. Now, he says. No, it it, it was a guy walking. Oh, that's right. It was a guy. He goes, I don't know. He goes, I mean, it's a coincidence. It could be a coincidence. But, you know, there was a car going by. He goes, I don't know if the guy was shooting at me. Or shooting at the car going by, but afterwards within he, ten minutes, within ten, yeah, they found him three blocks away at the beach. At the beach, dead, dead. So his life was threatened. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, he was threatened. That's the third one that I haven't been able to show. Just Jim got to meet Chad. That would be cool. Yeah, just Jim. Yeah, Chad's. I'm on the like the same when it comes to paranormal investigating. I'm on the kind of the same. I've always been on kind of on the same wave level as Chad. How he goes about things and that. And um, he wants to. He wants to take all the information he has and burn it. But he's he keeps getting himself deeper and deeper. He can't. He can't get rid of it. Yeah. Just when he's about to stop doing everything, he'll get a message or whatnot. Well, he, wasn't that's he, cool, Jim. He was supposed to go to Australia. 
yeah. to meet David Skyfall. Yeah. And then this pandemic hit and he couldn't go. He couldn't go. He's still stuck at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you ever look up the first part, there's three parts to it. Um, no, no surface. No, no surface. Is that what it's called? That don't sound right. Welcome back. Andy. Welcome back, Andy. Or was it tattoo face or something no. like that? The first one is Sir No Face. I just said that. Is that oh did it <laughs> Apparently I'm tired too. And I'm the tired one. <laughs> Welcome back, Andy. Probably starts to pull away. Yeah. Somebody pulls him back in. Yeah, that's ex- exactly what it is. Like people he'll pull away and people will break into like there was a, a one I don't know if it was the one that you seen. Um, freaky geek, but where somebody was outside his his apartment TV, building. Yeah, his apartment building. He was watching TV. Him and his wife. All of a sudden, a picture or somebody was trying to access their TV. Well, he did access it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because he thought it was one of his friends screwing around, so he hit okay. Let them, you know, somebody wanted to project something onto their TV. You know how that works. And um, so he hit okay, thought it was one of his friends messing around. And all of a sudden, it's a picture of his. The outside of his building. His security camera picture of the outside of the building. And he's like, what the hell? And he ran out there and nobody was out there. Like, nobody. But the craziest part is, though, is Chad even said. You had to have been right outside my apartment door to project that to project that to his TV. Yeah. But when he went out, no, nobody's there. Absolutely nobody. It's. I mean, the first one's no, no sir, sir, no face. The second one is no face to gray or sir, no face to gray. And I forgot what the third one was. Wasn't that? I uh, have it. Wasn't I that about one. Skyfall? Or was that about tattoo face? No, the second one's about tattoo face. Then it might might be Skyfall than the third one. Could be. Because then that's when he was making arrangements to go meet him. Right. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of shit's happened to him and, and Craig and Craig's family. But you gotta if you're gonna get into it, watch all three. Yeah. So you know what's going on, you know what I mean? And like he has a lot unfortunately you have to buy them. Yeah, see, Ron, I'm kind of, when it comes to secure team, I've heard the bad and the good. Um, I mean, hey, Tommy, welcome. How you doing, Tommy? Um, when it comes to the secure team, I've heard the bad and the good, so I don't know what to make of that, but I didn't watch him enough to actually know whether I believe the good or bad, you know what I mean? Um, but I have watched some of his videos, and I mean, I think he's trying to do good, and I believe that. People get... That's why I joke around and say, if I ever disappear, look into it. Because, you know, even though I'm not that far into it. She's far enough. I'm far enough. Or to where don't... I'm listening. You know, I, there's some stuff that I do on my computer that I'm not saying is illegal because that's not it at all. But there's just. But leaves a hell of a trail. People will come and they'd look and be like, what the hell are you? Like, ham radio. Oh, my God. I'm hearing, uh, I have a link where you can, wow, <laughs> I shouldn't even be talking about this. 
Um, I, well, it's on the internet. It's not illegal. But I mean, how there are still number stations from, you know. Well, Craig Sadie, Craig Sadie was shutting down all of social media and everything. Yeah, I believe it. People get. That's true, Andy. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. He, exactly, Andy. I agree. <laughs> yeah, Chad said he was getting rid of his all, all of his social media for a while. Yeah, it's shady on Shadow's computer. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when my old PC turned on and off that one night? Then the next week it was crashed. And, things. and that sounds like it was. That, that sounds like it was hacked. It sounds like it. Yeah, I believe it. It may not be illegal, but it might be shady on <laughs> it. But I mean, all this whole, the whole thing going with the Vancouver lights is the same thing. The friendship case, like I said, I'll look that up. Let me look that up right now, actually. Browsing history. No, we don't want that because I browse a lot of history. Um, yes. <laughs> I got to think of where the hell I got to go. Prime video. I'll watch this. Which one are you looking for? The friendship case. Oh, okay. So, Lisa, if you're still in here, she's looking it up in her history right now. UFO secret, the friendship case. Can you share that link? I don't know if it'll let me share it because of the, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is going to take it to my thing, though. Oh, you can't highlight it and put it in chat. I don't know. I'll try. If not, uh, Lisa, oh, there it is. It came up. I know, but I don't know if it's going to lead it to my account. Hold on. Let me well, probably. I can tell you in a second. Okay. I'll open the tab up in the new link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. It brought up your account. <laughs> well, no, it says sign in. Oh, okay. Then no, we're good. Yeah, because I don't. So I don't... that's the link. It's called, what did I say? UFO Secret, the Friendship Case. Yes. So there there's the link there. I'll put that up. And then if any, does anybody want Chad's links? I can do that. That's on Vimo, though. Vimo, I get I so confused. Look for me, but I'm using Amazon. Oh, okay. Hold on. We can do that because I know my account has gone to that before. Why? I don't know. Lisa, make sure you you copy uh, these links so you have them. Oh, this might not be. Do you have Prime in Canada? Oh, they might not. I mean, not Prime, but do you have, um, yeah, like Prime Video? 
Yeah, I don't think you have. Yeah. I mean, I'll put the link in, but it's to the DVD. But maybe you can find something else. Well, he kind of sounds like in our predicament. Yeah. A lot of things we can't get shipped here. Yeah. I'm already a member of BMO. What the hell? Yeah, it's not. It, it takes it to. Yeah. I it doesn't that. take it to your account. Okay. Damn, that, that DVD is expensive. Remember, it's in Canadian money. Give me a second because I'm trying. Oh, is that the last one? Hold on. Oh. I got to remember my video. No, it's not under my videos, I don't think. Uh, for Canada, it looked like $50 for the DVD. Holy crap. That's why I said, I don't I don't even think that's... Uh, where Andy is, it's twenty five ninety five. Thank God for Amazon Prime. Watch. Where I always have a problem with this. I don't know why. I always have a problem of where my videos are on BMO that I bought. Oh, maybe on demand. Oh. My collections. That's what I was looking for. Collections. Your stuff. One video. No, I have more than that, buddy. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> My card says you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phantom Rider is the last one. Yeah. Okay. Hold on a minute. I'll get that later. Oh, freaking, he says he got he, something popped up that says uh, watch now. Oh, okay, cool. But he says he'll, he'll watch it later. Oh, this title is no longer for sale on BMO. What'd they do, Yank it? Right back there should finally be done okay andy <laughs> okay hold on <laughs> let me give me this link at least hey. <laughs> i gotta think of what his um website was I'll, I'll give you his website so that way like if anything movie wise you want to watch is on it's all on there Oh, yeah, straight through his link? Yeah. Is he still cooking or eating? Should finally be done. Uh, he said he'll be right back, so I have a feeling he's getting ready. Oh, that's right. I forgot because he's not going to be able to. Damn it. What? How can I? I wish I could share some movies with them because he got offered a big deal for near new uh Sir no face and all that. Who jammed it? Yeah. So we had to rip them all down to redistribute them or something like that. Crap. But I still have access because I bought them. Well, just give them Chad's link anyways. Okay. And maybe they can find something similar to what's going on. Oh, they might. he might have the DVDs still.
Yes, he does still have DVDs, I think. What happened? Uh, Freaky saying there's also a watch party uh, button lower down. Oh, yeah. I wonder if, like, oh, Chad's movies aren't on there. I think so. That's Chad's to his DVDs. But if anything else, you can see what else is on there. I'm trying, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Yeah, I wonder if I can start a watch party on Amazon. I know I can't. We'd all have to go to Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to start watching. I don't know how to. Oh, I don't blame you. So before I forget, let me go ahead and show M's video. There is swearing because it is M. Pajama and J Mac. <laughs> well, he tell it's so funny. I love this video because he he like you can see their relationship. He's like, don't swear because this might end up on TV or something. You know, twenty uh, rock bound it for twenty dollars on eBay. What's that? I'm sure what we've been talking about. Which one though? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I do have permission from um to share this. And let me go ahead and share my screen. Which one's that for, Ron? Ron says, I don't know. I'm going to gamble. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you and your stuff. Let me go ahead. Now, I do have, like I said, I do have a theory of what's going on here. Okay. Well, you said that's the thing. Right, right now, Chad and Craig can't trust anybody. That's why he won't send anything anywhere. Yeah. I'm sure that stuff is locked up so tight. Okay, uh, Ron's saying the friendship case is uh, on eBay for 20 it's bucks. It's on eBay for 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Okay, so here we go. Yeah, I can't. Oh, I think your phone. Boom, another one's breaking through the surface there. I will send look, you right here. Look, what oh my the God. hell is look, look. going on? Look at that Kenneth, you're going to love this. Oh, my God. What the hell? No, that's not star. It so, looks, I mean, yeah, there's another light. one coming right now. That's the best way to describe it. The floating star. Like, <sighs> They're not coming down like, you know how meteors come down and shoot down? Yeah. These are going up. What is this over here, the moon? What is that? They're literally running up to the sky. That there. is not the moon, but I think that's a star. I or Wow. She went, she needs to look to the west. It's to the west side. It's, right now. it's west side that she needs to look. Go to the west. Going towards the coast is west. Does she know which way the coast is from her house? Go to the go to the field, dude. Okay, sorry. Wow, come on. And then one should be coming up. Breaking up more beyond the tree. Yeah, another one should be coming up. Breaking in the surface. Boom, another one. Oh, going up. That's it. Right there. There it is. What the hell? 
Watch when the camera moves left a little oh, bit. You see that little bright light over here to the left. Too. I think that's what the one Jay was asking. Yeah, it's not showing up on my phone. It's if that was the moon, but and I was like, no, that's I think that's a star. Yeah. Where's my camera? Yeah, freaky geek. Going, oh, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm taking pictures of it. It's skin and bright. What? You should see it coming the up. Right, babe, I'm going to go by that. Of it. That's a bright star that you're seeing right there. But the other... That's it. Yeah, I think there end up being like a total of three or four of them. Come up by it. Something's going on. Yeah. You see that story? They're not meteors. I love Kay's question. Come on. There's another one coming up. Look, there's another one. It's getting super bright. It get real bright. Let's see if I can get that one. Real bright, and then it'll die down. Look, the other ones up. They're up there next to each other and shit. They are. Oh my god! Look at that. Look at how one just turned around, went the other way. Oh, and it just disappeared. Nope. It did. It disappeared. Oh my god. What the hell? Trump just made a comment about UFOs the other day. Who did? Trump. Trump made a comment. About, look at how fast that one's going up right that there. That people were seeing them. Uh, about Bro, UFOs, look, he's going to hit that one. Oh, my God. Oh, oh what the? It looks oh, like moving. it just bounced off the other one. Oh, my God, he is. It is moving down. It's like falling. What the hell? I'm filming it. You filming that? Yeah, this one flew straight up and hit this other one. Now the other one's falling down slightly, so slow. Yes. Almost moving like it's driving. It's like fucking slow. It got hit. Oh, this one's got bright. This one appears it got bright. What is going on? Boom, another one's coming in the sky. Boom, look, 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 above the trees. Um, this is a video oh, of the uh, Emerson Jim. What the hell? Uh, I had captured. That's what they're doing. But there's three different lights that keep it's like we're staying sending in and out up. and moving everywhere. Babe, you need it's more than three, honey. There's... Where is that? Where's my... You always oh, see look, the three that's really bright, though. Right here. Oh, they are. Oh, my God. Going two different ways. Oh, my God. Oh, no, they took the video. They took a video and lightened it up. Coming up. They started up really bright. They're they're coming to the service. That's what they're doing. They're breaking in. They come up behind right, Don't swear like, or nothing, because this could end up on the news or something. You're right, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Boom, another one's breaking in. Right yep, I see like right it. Yeah. When you yep. see that one shoot up and hit the other one, it looks like it hit it and bounced up. back. I know. Behind the tree. Dude, you missed earlier. Uh, I don't know. Where is M, M from? They're in Oregon. I ran There's your answer. <laughs> what the hell is going on? You think this has something to do with the media? I mean, that, that, that was uh, to the side. The you see, now it's going sideways. Yes. It's zigzagging, actually. Look how fast that one's oh, going up. Yes. Well, they're not meteors. I never asked no, no. What meteors look like. No, I knew. I, I told you. I asked him. I didn't see the start. Boom, another one's going yeah, up. Yeah, it's taking I'm looking. The black blotches. Oh, hold on. I think she's just being a in the same spot. Like, no. like, right, it powers up and goes up. Fade out. 
He's just shooting up. I don't know, Jim. Like from the mountain. What the hell? They're like literally. Oh, is that is that like rockets shooting straight up? Is that what you think that is? Yeah, like sending something up. What's your rocket? No, which way is that? It which way like is that? <laughs> that makes sense. It almost North. Oh, she's saying like maybe they're rock. trying to blow up the. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh shit! It got to blow them. Alex. Yeah. That one got great. You see the little white dots moving? You don't see them? Oh, God. We're not oh being God. attacked or something, right? No, but Janice was just saying maybe they're... Look at that one going oh, down, the one going to the side. Janice was thinking maybe they're trying to blow up um, the um, uh, meteorite. Yeah, maybe. Uh, asteroid. Um, oh, my God. Look, look how fast they're shooting so, straight up. start moving up and they're moving down and they zigzag yeah. across the freaking sky. I don't know if there is a movie called Space Force. I don't know. Here comes another one. I think coming up behind this tree over here to my left. Watch. Here it comes. Oh, my God. There it is. There it is. Look, the break is coming Look up. It. It's about to break. It looks like it's the one in the shoot. <sighs> They're just shooting over the sky now. They're changing. Oh, my God. It's changing directions. Why is circle. it, it so just bright went in a circle. Anyway, you see how bright it's gotten over there? Yes. Why? I don't know. There's no more? No, that's true. We do like denying that there's that many UFO with that much UFO activity. Right. Here is one second to the link to that video. Now he does have the other video up. It's a darker video, but they went through and they just lightened this video up. It's over on J Max channel. And um, yeah, so uh, that's true, Jim. That's true. I don't know. I, there's some about Space Force. I, I don't know if I've been hearing it because of Elon Musk or if there's a book or a movie, but Space Force sounds familiar. That's the name of our new military. I branch. know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm saying I don't know if there was a movie out before called Space Force. Right, right. If there's a book, or if I just remember hearing about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, at first, I don't know, man. I don't know because there were they were sending up the space uh, space satellites. At that point in time, because this, this, he uploaded it on April 28th, I think it was. Um, That's right, Heather. The truth is out there. Okay, so Patrick, it says uh, Space Force was a failed uh, TV series. To be honest with you, Ron, I don't know. I have to ask because I, I do want to know that answer myself. If they're near Mount McKinley or, well, no, Mount McKinley's here, isn't it? I'm sure there's more than one. Didn't they did change it to Mount Denali? Trump did. No. That's the one where uh, Tom's... Yeah, but that's been Mount Denali long before Trump became president. No, he just made it. Trump, he just made it. Well, 
I like what Heather said <laughs> to quote Mulder. <laughs> That's what I know. That's right. The truth is out there. That's right. It is out there. But yeah, um, what was I going to say? I do want to know if, if they're near Mount Shasta or McKinley because it's definitely probably freaky. <laughs> find videos of the TV series on YouTube. Yeah, you can pretty much find almost anything on YouTube. Yeah. Almost anything. But yeah, I mean, that's a crazy video. At first, like I said, this was uploaded, or at least uploaded, April 28th, I think it was. And I know around the 26th, the 25th or 26th, uh, SpaceX did do their Starlink um, satellites. But I think it might be a combination of both. But the only thing with that is she said, because in turn, it wouldn't be them because what the Starlink was let off from Florida. She said these were coming from the West, which was out by the ocean. Coming from the west. Yeah. So over by the California area. Well, she's in Oregon. Uh, okay. But so the water. Yeah. The water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like this. Like this means anything. You she's know? waving. <laughs> uh, I must have missed what just Jim said. Oh, I think Space Force has been. I think they've been working on it for a long time. Was it Patrick? Oh, sorry. And I don't think. It's, I think it's just now it became public because I think they are actually putting it into use now. Yeah, well, according to Skyfall, according to Skyfall, the whole thing with Chad Kalick, according to Skyfall, Trump is going to be the... Thank you for the follow. Who followed? I missed it. Um, according to Trump, or according to Skyfall, I mean, Trump is going to be the one that discloses UFOs. That, that They've name, already picked him to disclose the whole UFO thing. UFO aliens? Yeah. All right. What else we have to cover? We got eight more minutes. The Dorothy Isaac story that is a, I'll, I'll put the well the link is down in the description too that's another amazon i'll put that let me find that <laughs> sorry we're not getting to that story but we had a really good conversation yeah i had i've had a great time talking today about this everybody had a little bit of everything yeah vancouver lights Sorry, guys. Hold on. The biggest program that I got into that they ripped off the air that pissed me off was the Blue Blue Book Project. Oh, I thought you were going to say True Blood. No. (laughs) 
not enough food. Capturing the light. I'm sorry, Ron. Go eat. <laughs> I'll put this in the. This is another good one. If you have Amazon Prime. Oh, I know, Freaky. I, I uh, binge watch that. <laughs> oh, no. It's not going to let you do it? No. This is too long. Alicia's got Prime. Try looking for that. No, it's not going to let us click on it. No. No, they'd have to actually type in. Copy the, and paste it. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. I don't even know if I can copy it. No. This is what it's called capturing the light. We know, freaking. That's what we're. That's what we're saying. Yeah. But uh, the the name she's given out, capturing the light. Remember the VA lights. Vancouver. Or Vancouver. That's on her story, and that is a wow. That's another one. That's the one where they captured. They were doing the interviews, and they captured one of the lights behind. Oh, behind them. I know. It won't let me put in the true link because it's too long. Well, it ain't that far off, but you're right. <laughs> you're going to actually freaky. You're going to have to search up. Called Capturing the Light. I can try to put the link in the description below when I'm done with the I'll copy that. Um, when I'm done, uh, when we're done with the show, there was so much I wanted to talk. These shows goes by so fast when we talk about them. It it sucks, you know, because it's like I'm the same way, freaky. Don't worry. She says, I'll search. I have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. Don't worry, freaking. But I have so much fun talking about the stuff that it just, you know, it. Lisa does not have to search for it either. <laughs> She's a mad technical. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. No worries. I'll put it in the description when we get off the line here. <laughs> so, guys, with that being said, you know what time it is. Head on over there. Get show them alls. Yes, Ron did start this. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, because it, it was... A really good conversation today. Yeah, it really was. I mean, like I said, there was a couple more things we were really wanted to go over, but 
it, this was uh, well worth the talk. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and that's what I love about it. coming on here. Thank, Thank you, you Freaky D. Freaky D. Thank you so much. That's what I love coming on here and talking to you guys about because there's so much information, you know, that you guys have for us. And that makes me want, it gets my mind going in and I want to research more. And it's just. But, but I hear about it after the show because I already couldn't keep the mouth shut. I couldn't get to my stories. No, not with, not with this stuff. That's hey, Jim, that's not very nice. I don't have none here. Cerveza time. Cerveza time. <laughs> There's a movie based on a doctor in Alaska that was working on people that had nightmares in the Anchorage area based on a true story. Really? I'll have to search that. Yeah, because the only thing I knew was that a uh, psychiatrist or whatever she was in Nome. Yeah, that's the fourth kind. Yeah, that's that's the only one I know about. Yeah. Ron's moon. Ron is moving. So with that, uh, me neither Eddie, but I will Friday. Besides, I'm still at work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This bumps. Hug to the ladies. Stay safe. Stay strong. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, Andy. It's called The Fourth Kind. It's it's a really good movie. Yeah. All right. It I is a really good movie. <sighs> And of course, the why not? Why would they work? <laughs> why wouldn't they work? So get on over, over that. Be live, be live. You know where to go. Okay, now Patrick says it might be the one that, that he's thinking of. Is that where they got uh, abducted, Patrick? What was it? Right, right near the end that caught. Watch that kid get sucked right through the uh, the roof of the house. That was a freaky movie. What about the pilot that's in the UFO overload? The flight, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they were coming from China. Remember, we've seen that many times. Oh, yeah, they, we hear about that all the time up here. Yeah. Oh, one last thing before we do go. I did forget to do this. For, since we're talking about UFOs, then yes, Patrick, uh, the movie was called The Fourth Kind, and that was out of Nome, Alaska. But yes, it's all based on, on a true story. This week alone, I forgot to put this up, and I had it. I thought I had it up. This week alone, let me go ahead and change my screen again and share this. Last week, there has been 80 sightings of UFOs in the last month, 425 sightings. The last sighting was reported, actually, I believe it was today. There's one for 728, but I believe there was one. I had this all situated, but... Is that where they find you dead? What? Freaky says there's a video out on the fifth card. It's like, what is that, where they find you dead? No, that's Stephen Greer's uh, documentary, The Fifth Kind, is how how to communicate with aliens oh. and UFOs. I've actually watched that, and I've actually kind of done some studying about that. 
Actually, she is, Patrick. Uh, she's been in an asylum now since uh, the time her kid got abducted through right through the, the roof of the house. And needless to say, that cop, I think, quit uh, immediately. Well, that's a good thing, Pammy. Oh, how much? Is, I wonder how much of the show she missed. Her I Wi-Fi know. went out. Oh no! But yeah, if you go to ufostalker.com, it tells you how many are in the week, uh, what the what they look like. Like this person saw a star-like shape fly through the sky, change directions, and then light up. It tells you when they were reported, like when they, this was reported 726, but he was, uh, he reported it two days later or uploaded to the site. They do send you, show you pictures of the site. Maybe. That looks like a missile going up or a. It's not a launch. It doesn't have a chemtrail. That almost looks like a rip in the in the sky. In the timeline. Ooh, that would be creepy. So yeah, if you go to ufostucker.com. Yes, because everybody knows everything is dot com. Um, so yeah, like I said, in the last week there has been 80 sightings. In the last month, 425 so far. Other than that, let me go ahead. And if you head on over to Live, you hype the chat over there. I am pressing the button. Maybe hold on. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. <laughs> Holes getting the lawns. I pressed the button so the chest should be popping up. If you misclick and don't hear the or don't see the chest pop up, ch- click on the chest itself and it should say get your lawns. Have a good night, just Jim. Everyone, I hope you all have a great day, great night. Great afternoon. Take care. All right, Patrick got 87.9 Lamones. Ron followed behind with 50.9. Heather got 37.0. Freaky Geek got 29.6. Woo, Freaky Geek made the list. That's what he said, I made the list. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. We so appreciate you guys being here. We love you all dearly. What am I, yes, I mean, sure. Yes, they do, Patrick. Yeah, the side-by-side version. He's slowly falling off. Videos of things that happened. The aliens call themselves the Anaki and said they were our God. The Anaki, yes, the Anaki is um, supposedly the aliens that made us. They made us and put us on this planet for gold, to dig for gold because they need that gold in their atmosphere. Um, and that's why we all have gold fever inside of us or 
you know, get that gold. Yeah, that was right, right? Gold mm -hmm. fever. Yeah, gold fever um, because we're supposed to be mining for gold for them. But we got smarter and said, screw you. We want the gold. <laughs> and on that note, I am going to have a cigarette. That's not funny, Andy. Stop talking about babies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thank Heather. Thank you for the lemons, Heather. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for being here. Oh, yeah. Ron saying, Nicole, baby buggy? Nicole, you need a baby buggy? Oh, that would be bad. All this time with teasing me, and then boom, instant karma. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> Thank you, Ron, for the lemons. You guys are awesome. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Patrick. We we greatly appreciate you guys when you come in and, and watch us. We really do. Yeah, exactly. I love these strings as well. I love talking to you guys. I love getting your input. I mean, I really do. And it makes me, like I said, it makes me think, and then I have to research other things. And Andy, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> she has her big baby already. <laughs> Bye, Nicole. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Tomorrow is Thriller Thursday. We're going to be talking about cryptids, legends, and horrors. I'm not and even, God only knows what else. And yeah, with you guys, we don't, we never know. <laughs> I love you guys. Take Have a great care. day. Be safe. Remember to smile with your eyes, guys, not just your mouth. And um, I love you guys. Much love to each and every one of you. No, Andy, now it's Grandpa Eddie. <laughs> not Daddy Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's what Danielle calls you. Yeah, well, yeah, that's Eddie. true. 